Hello and welcome to Dialogue, the Diapoint podcast. I'm your host, Pam Durant. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am solo just for a brief few moments so I can talk about coaching. And what is coaching? A lot of people ask me sometimes, can you tell me more about coaching? They're not really sure what it is. Some people are like, is that like a motivational speaker or what is it that, what do you do when you coach someone? So I thought it might be good to have a discussion about that because we have coaching services. I am a certified um, wellness coach from Well Coaches in the US. I'm also certified in lifestyle medicine from the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. And it's very important to understand what coaching means if it's, for example, health coaching in the context of your health in the context of your relationship with your doctor and everyone else in your health ecosystem. Super important. Also important to understand the other types of coaching, when to tap into those if you wish to, or when you might might use a coach. So going back to the 1500s, yes, coaching, not in this form existed, but coaching comes from the word that was first used in the 1500s. When we're talking about horses that are pulling coaches and coaching. If, if someone was in the coach, they're being pulled by the horses. And then later that word referred to railroad cars, which were being pulled as well. People were being pulled, transported. Um, and then also even in airlines, right? You fly coach and when you don't get the good seats, we're flying coach. So it's about a journey for lack of a better word. And I don't really like to call it a journey. It is a journey, but some people don't like that word. But when you're getting coached, you're going somewhere, you're moving forward. Then later in the 1600s, the word as we know it now came more into realization in Oxford. Coach became kind of a slang term for tutoring someone. So if there was a student that was having problems, they would get tutoring or they would get a coach. So that they could, you know, study, get some help with their homework and and university and academics. So it became a very academic word. Then later in the 1800s, that word was adopted in Oxford as the process of preparing someone for academic or athletic success. So they started using coaching in a more similar way to how we know it now. But however it exists now, it's to support and challenge a person. That's really what coaches do. If you are in sports and you have a coach, the coach is there to challenge you to prepare you for an event, which is a goal that you've set. And no matter what it's for or what the purpose is that you're seeking coaching, a successful coaching engagement must support and challenge you because that's what we're really there to do. A lot of us, myself included, I know a lot about health and wellness, but Sometimes it's very human nature that maybe we're not in a place where we're going to challenge ourselves, And so we might get a coach, even if we do know a lot about the topic or, or whatever it is, the goal that we want to achieve. So modern coaching, it's been influenced by a lot of other fields of study, personal development, education, psychology, particularly positive psychology and other organizational or leadership practices. And many of there are many thought leaders that 
have worked in this topic over the years and many that work now to bring it to where we are now. Coaches go to coach school and they get certified. We get trained to become coaches. There is kind of right now a buyer beware sign because there's a lot of people out there calling themselves coaches. And there are a lot of people with a lot of deep experience, but they may not necessarily be coaching because one, they've not been trained or certified in coaching methodologies and positive psychology methodologies. And maybe they're just using the term for what they do differently in a different way. They might be saying they're doing coaching, but maybe they're doing something else. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the differences between coaching and some other similar professions. So you want to look for professional associations like the Association for Coaching, the International Coach Federation, or European Coaching and Mentoring Council. These are some of the top three associations that certify programs and people. The program that I did was certified by by one of these, and that is a whole growing um I don't want to call it a trend because it's not a trend. I look at it as we're kind of where we were with psychology as a profession when psychology started to spin off, I guess, in the 50s and 60s from psychiatry. And psychiatrists looked at the psychology profession and not really understanding where it fit in. And then later, with certifications, credentialing, um, and, and more structure around the profession and everyone needing to be board certified, it became really clear what the role of a psychologist was. And now psychology is such an important integral part of health, well-being, and medicine. And the same is happening with coaching. Coaching is typically based on a Socratic method. So we use a lot of communication skills. We do a lot of listening. A coach is not there to give you the answer or there to help you shift your perspective or think about things differently. And we do that by challenging a perspective that you might have, or maybe it's challenging a limitation that you might have about yourself or your goals or what you can do or not do. So it's not just about health, though. Like I said, it can be personal, professional. There's coaches for sports, um, family coaches, parent, parenting and in all several other areas that are out there. And I'm sure you've heard of a few of these. Executive coaching happens in the corporate world for executives. Business coaching, just in general. Career coaching. Life coaching. It's a very common term. And there are a lot of certified life coaches. However, um, they are very different in what they do and what they focus on compared to a health coach or an executive coach or a sales coach, or a relationship coach. So you want to make sure that what the person that is coaching you has experience and knowledge, one, in the area where you want to be coached. They can also, life coaches, oftentimes I find them, they will support someone with health and wellness because so oftentimes when we're struggling with life, a lot of it has to do with how we're feeling, how we're taking care of ourselves. Are you sleeping well? Are you eating well? Are you doing things? Because health is a huge part of your life, but they might focus on other areas as well. So as I mentioned, coaching is very different than a lot of other professions. And I think there's a lot of confusion about what coaching is among people that might be seeking coaching, but also even among professionals. 
I find that doctors can be very skeptical of coaches because they think that we're going to try to replace medical advice, which we are not. We should not. If there is a coach, if you've hired someone as a coach or you're working with someone that's a coach and they're giving you medical advice and telling you to change medications and do different things, that is not coaching. Now, an experienced coach might say something like, I'm going to take my coaching hat off and I'm going to suggest that you ask your doctor this question. Don't make any changes, but ask your doctor a question. Like someone came to me asking me for advice about diabetes. And I clearly started with, this is not medical advice, but please go ask your doctor about this medication dose that you're taking. And it wasn't me saying it was right or wrong. It was just that that person hadn't been to a doctor in a while and they really needed to go get advice because they hadn't seen a doctor for a while. So coaching is focusing on setting goals, creating outcomes, and managing personal change. Coaching is not therapy. It's not psychological therapy. Therapy deals with healing pain or sometimes what is called in the psychological world as a dysfunction. Um, someone may have some ch- you know, challenges in certain areas of their life, of their mental health. They may have experienced a lot of conflict in relationships. They might be recovering from some trauma. If you seek out coaching, you may have had therapy in the past, but I think it's really important that you talk to your therapist if if you've just you know recently um, recovered from a trauma or an event or something and talk to your therapist about it and say, hey, I'm thinking of getting coaching in this. What do you think? Because coaching is is no longer, if you're ready and it's no longer about the trauma, it's about moving forward. And I share this with you because very early in my, my coaching career, um, when I was getting my certification and I was looking for volunteers and someone from a a group volunteered to be coached. And I was like, Hey, this is great. Um, I didn't know much about them, but after our first session, I learned that they had some very, very serious things that they were working on with their psychologist. And furthermore, their psychologist didn't necessarily give them the, you know, green light that maybe they should transfer from psychology to coaching. So as a professional coach, what should happen? And what I did was I told this person, I'm sorry, I can no longer coach you because I am not qualified to support you with this very large challenge that you're facing right now. You need to continue with your psychological therapist for this. Um, I believe they were also, you know, taking medication as well, um, which is, is not something that a coach should do. And that's an area where a coach should really not be. A good coach will refer you to someone that can support you if you're facing other challenges. A coach is not a consultant. Individuals and organizations hire consultants for their expertise. They're subject matter experts. I used to be a healthcare consultant. I do a lot of that. And in consulting, we're giving you advice or we're telling you the answer. And that's not really what we should do as coaches. We might, as coaches, we might share information with you, or we might send you resources on where to find things and look into different things. But as a coach, we are there, or I am there to help you move forward in a goal that you've set for yourself. And I'm there to help you think about how you want to do it. I'm not there to tell you what the best way for you to do it is. 
Also, coaching is not mentoring. I might, I, I have some mentees um, in a program that I participate in every year. And it's for, for business, not for health. A mentor is an expert who provides wisdom and guidance based on their own experience. So the people that I'm mentoring, they're very experienced in a particular subject matter, but they're looking for a little more guidance of how to grow their business or how to deepen their their marketing or their network or or whatever it might be. And I'm there to give advice or suggestions that they can try in their business that have proven to have worked in my business and other people's business. That's that's not coaching. Now, again, sometimes when I'm mentoring someone, I might ask them, well, what do you think? And I might coach them through a situation, but they come to me because they come with a list of questions every time they come. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And that's what mentoring is. And sometimes that's also borderline consulting too. And training. Training are straightforward training or sometimes education programs, and they're based on specific training objectives that's set out by the trainer or instructor. And it could even be like personal training, which is exercise, not necessarily coaching. The coaching approach is not an expert approach because we are trying to guide you to find your own way. You are the expert. Of course, you need expert input, like medical input from time to time from a doctor or sometimes from a mentor or subject matter expert on certain things. But like I said before, we are not the re- to replace doctors. We're not there to give medical advice. We are there to help guide you to go seek the medical advice that you need. We create a supportive environment to help you foster and manifest and work hard on the goals that you want to set. When working with a coach, we are focusing on, as I mentioned before, positive psychology. And that means you're in a good place emotionally and a good place psychologically. You might still be seeking psychological support. You can have a therapist and a coach at the same time. And some psychologists are trained in coaching. They're trained in positive psychology. But maybe you want to coach in a a particular area that your psychological therapist is not experienced in. So you can work with these two different professions at one time. But oftentimes in psychology, you're focusing on the past. Coaching is focusing on the future. And you collaborate with your coach to find solutions. Again, psychology is really helpful when you're not sure what the solution is, when you're feeling overwhelmed. Coaching and the coaching experience is primarily driven by goals and taking action. We are there to hold you accountable, whether you like it or not. If you want to move forward on something, that's when people hire a coach. They say, I want to improve my health. So they'll come and then we'll set goals around that. We'll create a vision. What what does it mean to be healthy to you? And that might include some of the advice that you've received from a doctor or another expert. And we'll put that as a goal. But as a coach, we will not change it. We want to help you work towards your, as they say, your best self to a higher level of functioning. And we are focused on getting results. We are focused on you getting the results that you want. It's not about our results. It's about the results that you want to see based on the goals that you've set for yourself. As I mentioned, coaching is not education. It's not health education. 
and coaching is not diabetes education. Diabetes educators are there also to give medical advice. They help prescribe solutions. They're trained in different um, diabetes devices or medical devices. They can give you recommendations on targets and things like this. They are there to teach and educate. Now, there are some diabetes educators that have had coach training as well as nurses and other professions. And, and it's super helpful if you are fortunate to find one that has a background in coaching as well, because they can they can really help you move forward with things. Which concludes with what is a diabetes coach? What do we do at Diapoint? How do we coach people with diabetes? How do we coach people in their health and wellness? This is the big question that I get all the time. Like I said, from people and healthcare providers alike. And we are not here to replace medical advice. I, uh, if I'm really transparent with you, about 90% of the people that I've coached about diabetes, the first and foremost, the thing that I always tell them to do, and this is not me coaching, this is the medical advice that I give is get some. Go see your doctor, go get your checkup, go talk to a qualified doctor, qualified endocrinologist about the medicines, medications that you're taking to manage your diabetes. It's so important. And so many people don't do that. I meet so many people that they, I don't want to say don't take it seriously, but they don't trust the medical profession. Um, I, someone, you know, was telling me how they just recently were diagnosed with type two and they had so much advice and input from so many other people like, oh, you can reverse it. Just do this special diet or do this or do that. And of course, if you've just been told at a checkup by say your general practitioner or another doctor that your blood sugar is a little high, you might have pre-diabetes or something else. You want to set an appointment with an endocrinologist and get medical advice on how to best manage. Do you need to take medication now? Do you need to take it later? You don't want to listen to, for example, social media. We do share a lot of information, quality information in our social media on things to think about and look out for and healthy foods and things like this. But this is not qualified individual medical advice that you should really go follow up on. So we work with individuals. If you are seeing a doctor and you come to us as a coach and your doctor has given you some goals to meet and achieve, we will include those within the goals that you set, because we want you to be healthy. We want you to go back to your doctor. If you don't have a doctor and you're in the area where we're working, we can, of course, refer you to qualified doctors, but we also leave it to you to find them. We'll say, here's the list. And because the goals, when we set them, they're time sensitive, right? They need to be specific, measurable, achievable, reasonable, and time sensitive. So I will say, when are you going to go get make your doctor's appointment? When is that appointment? When are you going? We're holding you accountable. We can help you learn how to better manage your condition and make healthy lifestyle choices that will benefit both your physical and mental well-being. And that is around the concepts of health and wellness, lifestyle medicine, movement. What kind of exercise do you enjoy? Are you just doing it because it's kind of trendy or it worked well for your friend? Or shall we work with you and pick a goal that supports you and what brings you joy and what you love? We're, we're going to go with what makes you happy, not what makes everyone else happy, 
when it comes to your personal lifestyle choices, because there's a lot of ways to get healthy through lifestyle. And I'm not talking about medical advice lifestyle. I'm talking about your individual health and wellness lifestyle. And these are things that, you know, when you visit other practitioners, you may not get because you are going to these experts and you have very limited time with them and you might see them four times a year. You want to get that medical advice so that you can build on that. And that is your foundation. You come to your coach so they keep you accountable so you can follow the advice that they gave you. And then through regular contact with your coach, you can stay motivated and empowered as you reach your goals. And how for how long do I need to get coaching? Well, it really depends. If you're looking at a large, a larger goal, something that takes time, it could be three months, 10 weeks. Some people join coaching programs for a year. Maybe you have a year's worth of goals. And a year is not really that long in the grand scheme of things. If you're talking about health and wellness, and if you've ever experienced improvement in your health and wellness, and you look from year to year, that isn't that long. And you can also see that you've really come a long way. Sometimes people come to us if they just want like one laser focused coaching session, either to try it, or they feel that they've you know, kind of fallen off the focus of their their own personal goals and they want some accountability again and they they just want to kind of break through a block that they're having. So so we support that as well. So like I said, coaching, there's so much to it and so much to think about. And I think the key takeaways that I can leave you with is when you're looking for a coach, make sure it's someone that has experience in the area that you're interested in. Make sure they've been certified or trained in what they say they do. Um, ask for for references. That's that's always helpful as well. You can ask them where they receive their certification, how long they've been doing what they're doing. And it's important that you feel comfortable with them. Just like when you're selecting a doctor or a therapist, because in your coach, you're going to maybe work even more closely with them um, for a few weeks or several months at a time. So it's important that you have a really good feeling about that person. And also that you're really clear, you have a discussion in the beginning about what the goals are that you want to achieve and what you're going to do together. And the coach will have a very clear pathway and explain their process for how they can support you on that that process. So we're here to encourage personal responsibility. We're here to help you focus on your strengths and wellness. We're here to support you with self-discovery. We're here to guide you toward your goals. And we're here to, I don't want to call it cheerleading, but we are here to support you to realize that you can do what you put your mind to. We're here to help you find your way and also support you with any inquiries that you have. So if you're curious about coaching and you want to learn more, please reach out. I'll put the link in the show notes and it's in our social media um, links and, and everywhere you can find it, but we'll have it in the show notes. You can reach out for a free health plan call and learn more about coaching. It can give you some more insight to what we do, but also we'd love to learn more about your health and how we can support you. Thank you so much as always for listening. I appreciate your support. And I will look forward to seeing you again 
or, or listening or having you here listen again, seeing you again, because I say see, because now we're recording video for all of our podcasts. You can also find them on the Diapoint YouTube channel. Um, all of those are uploaded. And I look forward to seeing you back at next week's podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you.